How's it going, y'all? This is Paul Bradford, also known as Paul B in the NBA 2K community. And this is Paul's Points. This is the eSports podcast, which catered toward the NBA 2K Prime community. I just want to shed a light on the community and interview like guys that are coming up in the ranks looking to make the NBA 2K leagues, whether it's like season four prospects, even current NBA 2K league players, they wanted to just talk about like state of the league and stuff like that. So it's just an eSports show just catered to the NBA 2K Prime community. And I thank y'all all for listening. Thank you. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Paul Robert from Back with Paul's Points. It's nice to have my guest, India. He's kind of new to the 2K community. He's been playing 2K since about 2010, back in the record, you know, just a recreational kind of guy. But he's trying to get more serious into the um, community now. Started playing prime last year with a couple guys in the community. And trying to make a name for himself, whether as a player or as a coach. I'd like everybody to welcome India to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Paul, man. Happy to be here. I appreciate you coming on, man. So let's give a little introduction about yourself and like how you got into the community and everything about you, a little bit about your background about yourself. Yeah, absolutely, man. So my gamer tag is made in India. Um, and for anyone else wondering out there, yes, I was made in India. I was born <laughs> there, raised in the U.S. Um, so I've got a, you know, a nice culture on both ends there. But uh, I've played 2K recreationally, I would say, since about 2010. Um, I moved to Texas for college. And uh, 2K for me and I guess a lot of the other young adults as well was a uh, way to decompress, a day, a way to just kind of relax, play the game, enjoy it. Um, so that's how I kind of got interested. And the way I got into the pro-am scene was on Twitter, certain things about 2K were trending last year when the game first came out. And I was like, it can't be that bad. Let me see. And so that's when I created a my player, 7-3, all red, big fellow. Thought I was dominating in the park in the pro-am. Um, and, but yeah, that's, that's kind of pretty much how I got started now. Okay. So I know you say you mentioned, uh, you went to college, what's your uh, major in college? What was like, uh, your major and everything in college? Yeah. So in college, uh, my major was marketing. I went to university of Houston. I so I was a marketing major too, man. I went to good old Jacksonville state. Yeah. <laughs> okay, All right, so, nice. <laughs> so you missed, you said last year, your first year in prom, you said you made a seven, three big. So I know last year in, in front, did you, I don't know if you noticed, but like the big man that is it started trending to like more six, nine, six, ten. Did you switch your guy later on in the year, or you stuck with that seven three guy the whole year? Oh, best believe I did because I was so tired of uh, PG <laughs> just kind of waving bye to me as yeah. they slammed it in my face. Um, so I mean, yeah, I definitely did. I ended up making I believe it was a six ten uh, blue and red, and okay. uh, it was definitely movement was definitely a little better. Um, but yeah, I definitely did go to the meta, if you will, to adjust for sure. Yes, yeah. I was telling my some guys the other day, man. Back in the day, like seventeen, two K seventeen, two K eighteen, seven threes in the meta. But now, for some reason, like you see guys like Goofy, he's running a six eight minimum weight center. Last time I checked, like the meta has changed yeah. so much, it's crazy, and it's just it's cool how the game is transitioning a lot. And so back into um, more program talk. So this year, how's your how are you looking right now? This year with program and everything with team wise. Uh, I'm excited. I think I play with a couple of guys who. Um, or well-known in the program community, and they're trying to, you know, uh, play in a more um, having a good time type level. I'm still looking for a few people who are truly making the league. Uh, I don't think we'll be traveling if there are any um, tournaments or anything like that, but I want to be with a group of people that are committed that, hey, if we did need to travel for the finals or whatever, um, that they would do it as well. So still kind of in the search for a solid group of guys or women um, that want to make the league, and that's what they're dedicated to, period. I, I definitely understand, man. It's definitely like, like right now. It's like is it a league or not? Like you gotta have that. You gotta have all in, or you can't. You know, you can't be half a guy, half half type thing these days. It's not gonna work. It's gonna just yeah. try to team morale down. And so, what was this yeah, like I mean, you playing this my, year? Oh my fault. Here you go. 
Uh, you're, you're good. No, I was just going to say my pet peeve is when it's time to play WR, Prestige Area, uh, Militia, all these other wonderful games and tournaments out there, and you hear crickets, right? So it's like, hey, man, uh -huh. look, if we said we're going to play at 10, then we're, we're getting on at 9.45 just to get, get ourselves going, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's pretty much what I'm looking for. But to answer your question, um, at the moment I'm playing the four, and the, last year I did play the five, uh, but I'm flexible. I believe four and five would be my strong suit. Um, and that's based off of a strategic move in terms of what the league needs, right? Retentions and, excuse me, protections just came out and we'll have retentions and things like that. So, um, I want to be flexible enough to where, Hey, I can play the four, I can play the five. Um, and if the coach asks, I'll play the six man role or whatever. Right. So I just want to set myself up for success. Uh, since I know a little bit more about the league and what's, what's needed and things like that as well. So four or five. Okay. That's definitely good. And in those positions, what do you think is a strong suit at those positions? Like, what do you think you do best in the court? I would say at the moment I do best in terms of the four because what I, and the reason I say that is because I've, I've watched season three, uh, the league itself. And I've kind of seen whenever I would watch it, I would focus on the person who played the four, right? Uh, New Dini was someone that I absolutely love watching. I know he doesn't strictly play the four, but whenever he did, that would definitely be someone I had my eyes on. Um, so definitely loved it. And that's the position that I believe I'd be greatest at in terms of rebounding, shooting, swinging, um, helping out wherever it's needed, um, watching film, different things like that. Definitely say forward with my strong suit. Hey, I like that. That's um, just how I play as well. And I think the four, like a lot of people trying to downplay the four in retail because it's like, you literally, it's a thing, a thing called a sweet spot. I don't know if you know about it or not, but you can literally stand in that one spot and pull like three different passes. Like it's crazy in retail, yeah. like Hall of Fame in the Chuck Ron. No. But, <laughs> but in, in the league, yeah, it's, it's different in the league, a lot different. <laughs> Are you about to say that? Yeah, I mean, and that's, and I was going to say, yeah, there are the sweet spots and things like that. But at the end of the day, all 23 teams or every single team in Pro-Am has that sweet spot, right? So what makes you better than the other person's four who knows that sweet spot too, right? So there's more to it. Um, if it was that easy, that everybody would make the pool. Hey, that's what I was telling everybody. Like, they, everybody would be doing it. So it's like, it definitely is a skill yeah. to like plan it. Oh, absolutely. I think I got, yeah, once again. I was just going to say, absolutely. I mean, again, Dave Fry and uh, everyone on the Wizards, including Jack, obviously a phenomenal team. But you take away Nudini and you put somebody else in there, it may not happen. Mm -hmm. Same goes for if you take out Jack and you take out Dave Fry and Risha Goddard. Awkward. Same thing, right? So you need that solid group of guys. And every position matters, and you got to play to the best of your ability, period. Yeah. Now, this year, like, I know, I think Dave Fry harped a lot. I take all five guys this year. Like, everybody's important. Like in some years, like a certain, I think like the year I played season two, you just stick anybody at center because like the power four was like glitchy that the post score, all the center would do is sit in dead zone and get the rebounds and kick it back out to the point guard. That was the offense. So like, but this year yeah. it, was, it was back to like pick and roll down the point guard in the center and you need a guy to hit shots in the corners and stuff. So it took all five yeah. guys this year. It was crazy. And I'm about to say, I, I, see, I see Matt Morgan mention like earlier on Twitter, I think today about, if you can get how many steals or blocks do you get like a game as a power four? And I think he said, yeah, he that said was how like many five. blocks you can get. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, I like that. I like that. Cause like this, that, we just talk, kind of yeah. talk about it. Like if you're a good power four, you're going to get those team, those necessary stops when you, when you need them the most. Oh, absolutely. If, if you're not a good power four, you might not get no blocks or steals, you know? So now absolutely. everybody can do it. Like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not even just about, Hey, how many turnovers do you get? It's all about mm -hmm. how many turnovers do you force? Right. So if that point guard is kicking it out top of the key and somebody else gets it, you created that, right? You mm -hmm. made that pass happen or forced that pass. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is definitely a key position. I'd hit it trying to go for that position, man. That's definitely going to be needed for real. And I know you talk about your strengths. What do you think so? Weaknesses are part of the game you can work on to become a better uh, 2K player? 
I think for me, I would want to know, I'm a big believer in I don't know what I don't know, right? And a lot of people laugh when they hear that, but it's true. I don't know what I don't know. Um, so in this instant, being a part of the community for um, a year, right, coming up in October, there's a lot of things in terms of 2K mechanics that I that I'm not a, familiar with, right? Um, I didn't play basketball um, at the collegiate level or anything like that. Um, so I think the 2K mechanics in terms of, hey, I think the dead zone was a big part of it. It's a sweet spot. I think uh, there are other these types of mechanics and movements that I may not know. Um, and that's something that I think I need to be brushed up on and possibly have a mentor who kind of teaches me the ropes or just continuously watching film on Twitch, um, whether it's greatness or, you know, any other brand out there to kind of get that knowledge if you will. So I would say my weakness is not knowing what I don't know. And in that case, I would say 2K mechanics, um, the little things that make a big difference uh, is something that I still need to work on. Okay, that's definitely a good, a good thing you mentioned that about needing a mentor or something. I know guys like Dave Frow, what I always help guys in the past, I know like uh, back in 2K19 when a guy named DT Lace plays at Magic Gaming, he was playing with Dave Frow on their team, uh, Make It Happen at the time. He was kind of new to the comp scene. Well, he wasn't new. I played against him before. I didn't know who he was. But he started to get his name up there. And he said him and Dave Fry, Dave Fry would take him to my court one-on-one, like teach him some things here and there. I think Goofy might do the same thing, like guy like that. So you maybe can reach out to some of those guys. Are you an Xbox or PS4 yeah. by any chance? I am Xbox. Okay. So yeah, I would say try to reach, reach out to some guys, maybe like Raymond or something. See if they yeah, want yeah, to know, teach some things. Yeah. And it's interesting. The reason I know that there's so much that I don't know is because just a quick 30-second story when the Warriors were playing um, the Wizards in the championship, um, CB had his takeover to the red, but he went ahead and spammed X just to get it lower so that he wouldn't lose it completely. And that's something that uh, that Ramo pointed out. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that, right? And those are the things where I don't want to say that gives you what you need to be successful, but it definitely doesn't hurt, right? Mm -hmm. um, stick skills at the end of the day is what determines how great of a player you will be. But having that knowledge definitely gives you more tool, more tools in your tool belt. Um, so yeah, De Ramo's definitely a great guy. He's always been helpful whenever I'm in his stream asking questions and things like that. So yeah, I agree. There's so many guys in the league that want to help other people because mm -hmm. they know they're good. They're not worried about it. They're not insecure about it. And they want to help the community grow. And that's what you love to see from professionals, period. Yeah, I like that. I see a lot of guys promoting guys, streams and everything, like trying to get – I've seen so many guys, like there's one guy play. I know you know about the scene, Farewell on PS4. They got a lot of league guys. They're sitting there mm -hmm. on Big Rain. He's actually from Alabama like me. He's he's uh, He's been good for years, but he's like taking a big stride this year, with like YouTube and everything. Like guys like that, it's, yeah, yeah. it's good to see, like, they're growing, like, you know, all the league players are helping them out as much as they can. That's really good to see. Because the bigger the community gets, the better for everybody. You know, more people are going to look into the community. Absolutely. And the more teams hopefully join. Something, and that's what people don't understand is there's so many things individuals complain about when it comes to the league and pro-am. It's like, hey, we're four years old, right? I mean, no offense, but some of us are 25-plus years old, and we still don't know what we're doing in life. So, like, <laughs> the, the league is still young. The league mm -hmm. is still young, and there's so much opportunity out there, and that's the reason that I want to be a part of it because, I mean, there's just – such great potential that I would love to be on the ground floor and be a part of something that's much bigger than me, the team that I represent and the organization I'm a part of. Right. I mean, we're doing events in London, in um, Europe, Asia, you know what I mean? I mean, this is, this is incredible. This really is. Yeah. The crazy had the, the strides leave us taken so far, like just everything they've done. Like you miss all those different tournament, APEC tournament. The one, the one thing in London mm -hmm. was crazy. I'm just excited to see what, what other teams join now because we had our first non um, NBA team, you know, G&G joined last year. So 
I'm excited to see what organizations yeah. want to like join as well. It'd be like really cool to see who else want to join us outside of the NBA. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I think that's where the opportunities lie for individuals such as myself. And now there, there's some other great guys such as Joe Vegas, Landis, and a couple of other groups of individuals such as yourself as well. That's where the opportunity grows. And, you know, we get to be a part of that as well. So it should be fun. It should be exciting. Exactly. And I know we all talked about you being a player, but I know you mentioned earlier, you was also trying to go for a coach. So explain that a little bit of, you know, a little part yourself about becoming a coach. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think the kid in me, right. Wants to be a player, right. Just, just that little kid in me wants to be a player because I mean, who wouldn't love to be. <laughs> um, but I know for me as a young professional and adult, um, I want to help grow the brand of an organization be a part of an organization and kind of take it to the next level, if you will, in my professional and nonprofit life. I've worked with different organizations, um, helped, you know, work with young adults, different programs and things like that. So I know I can do that. Um, the reason that I continue to play 2K as a player is so that I can learn more about the game, the game mechanics we've talked about as well. Um, so that's why to me, my passion is 2K and my career goals in the future is to be a coach, a general manager and take it to the next level um, so that we can get more recognition and get more individuals and young adults, men and women involved within the league and help grow it. That's how you grow. I feel that. And also, do you have any coaching background? Because I'm like myself, I don't have any like actual coaching background besides like maybe volunteer coaching, but I know the game of 2K, I think we spoke about earlier, like, I don't think you really need like a basketball background to be a successful NBA 2K league coach. This is my personal opinion, but like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you've got, you know, um, you've got individuals, who have been successful in the 2K League, who may not have ever played sports, right? Um, I don't want to say any names or anything like that because I also don't know that, but I'm sure there are individuals out there like that. Uh, in terms of to answer your question, have I coached? I've never coached basketball or any types of sports, but I have coached um, young individuals and young adults in different types of atmospheres, roles, and things like that. And that's why I feel confident uh, because one of the things I've heard is the toughest part of being a 2K League coach is managing different personalities because you never know what's going to happen, right? COVID, who, who saw that coming mm -hmm. on the draft, right? So you have to be flexible. And I believe I'd be a great asset to manage the different personalities, build that chemistry um, so that no matter what happens, we can continue moving forward as a team. Um, so in terms of coaching, that's where I believe I have that ability. But um, in terms of the basketball, I refed when I was at University of Houston. I was a referee for intramurals, and I did okay. <laughs> um, some regional tournaments for flag football. So I've been I've been cursed out quite a, quite a lot of times. <laughs> um, but but it's been fun. I mean, I've been surrounded with sports my whole life, so it's, it's this is this is really cool. Yeah, I say it's a, it's a different a different take on it, man. Like, see, some guys it works for them having that back that basketball background. Some teams the guy just knows what he's talking about, like type things. It's like I think either work either or works. It just depends on the organization. What they're trying to build around stuff like that. So that's all I look. That's all I look at it personally. Cause I've I've coached young individuals through like boys and girls clubs and stuff like that. Did a volunteer basketball coach. I never like actually you know had a coaching job type per se. So yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's interesting because it's like, man, I wonder, am I going to be at a disadvantage because I don't have a coaching uh, experience in terms of coaching basketball. I don't have playing basketball experience, right? And I think that's what's interesting about the two K league is because you can pick different things that you're good at as a coach that the organization feels like, Hey, this would be more beneficial. And that'll be it. Right. You look at all the coaches that are in the 2k league right now. Not all of them comes from the same background. Not all of them are the same age. Not all of them come from the same experiences. And that's what makes it such a great part, uh, such a great organization to be a part of. 
because um, everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses that they bring in. And it's a matter of who you surround yourself with that can complement you and do what you don't do well, you know? So team effort all around, whether you know the players or not. Yeah. I just like you said, I'm in a famous mission in our workshop recently. It's like it's literally, literally there's no blueprint to this. Like, is everybody got their different way? So it's like you know, it's weird. You just don't know how it's gonna work. But like, yeah, as long as you bring, I guess, something to the organization see that be valuable to the organization, that's you bring to the table. I guess I'd look at it. It's, it's yeah, crazy, man. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I love it because I can, I can see on Twitter more and more people are trying out for the league and really pushing themselves. Um, and I love that. I love seeing people have a healthy competition to better themselves as players, potential coaches, and just as human beings. It's great to see that growth um, that I see. You know, you also see some things here and there, but overall <laughs> I love the content and things like that that I'm seeing. And that's what it's all about. It's about growing that brand for the league. Yeah, especially this year. They always push for marketing, like players to market themselves. And this year, like I'm saying, I've seen guys with more YouTube videos, more like more kinds of more content overall, which is great. That's it, because you, yeah. you need that to, like, get more eyes on the, the program scene, the NBA 2 League scene, the, you know, 2K community in general. Yeah. It's just it's all great, man. Is there anything else you want to let anybody know out there, like, about yourself, about 2K League? Um, in terms of the 2K League, I mean, I'm, I'm very passionate, you know, just like everyone else is. It's not, that's not what differentiates me. I think what differentiates me is I, I can see the bigger picture in terms of how we get to the next level right? Gen G was a part of our organization, part of the 2K League for a reason. They saw something um, that was much, that was a great opportunity. I think that's what I see is a great opportunity for young adults such as myself and also the players uh, that want to be 2K League um, players. And I believe I can do a great job of building the culture and being flexible and kind of help them get to where they want to be, um, which in return just helps the brand of the 2K League grow as well. So, I'm excited. I think it'll be a fun journey. Uh, the next four or five months, assuming the draft and all that is uh, at the end of February, it'll be fun. I'm excited. And um, yeah, really looking forward to the grind, continuing it. Hey man, I'm excited to see how this goes for you as well, man. I definitely stay in touch with you, like on you know, Twitter and everything. And like, if you, if you, do you stream by any chance? Do you stream or anything like that? Um, yeah, so I, I just ordered my Elgato, so I'm hoping to stream more. It would just be twitch.tv um, forward slash made in India. Okay. Uh, made X in X India. But yeah, it'll be it'll be the same as my Twitter. Okay. And just make sure you tag me on those streams, man. I'm trying to check out as much competition as possible. Like I said, it's been so much competition this year. So many streams, but I'm trying to be in as many streams as possible. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I appreciate you doing this. And I think what you're doing here is awesome. I think it gives people a platform such as myself to kind of put themselves out there a little bit more. So I appreciate all the work that you're doing into this, man. It's awesome. Hey, man, I appreciate you, made in India. Or Andy should call you India for sure, my man. <laughs> hey, appreciate it, man. Hey, look, man, you have a good rest of your evening, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Dude. All right, All take right. care, man. Bye. All right, take these, man.